Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. It's been a long goddamn week. You don't think so? Yes, it has. Man, I don't know why the week feels so long. Like, I feel sore this morning. Like, I've been working. I mean, I have been working out, but, you know, I just feel sore this morning. Yeah, it's a long weekend. Uh, we are out in Miami. Shout out to our station out here, 103.5 The Beat. Yes, uh, getting ready have, for Super Bowl. Yeah, getting ready for Super Bowl last night. Uh, yesterday, uh, I guess it was uh, yesterday evening, I had a party with Snoop Dogg and Clue at the Clevender, mm-hmm. which was, uh, you know, I would say this. Everybody loves Snoop. Like, Duh. kids, teens, middle age, old, like, everybody rocks the Snoop. It yeah, was, people were there with their parents. With their parents, yeah. <laughs> it was a Pepsi event, and Snoop had everybody rocking. And Snoop plays everything. Snoop plays everything from Al Green yeah. to Lil Baby to himself. Like, What do you mean plays everything? He DJs now? Yeah, he DJs. Yeah, he DJ last night. He didn't, he didn't perform with Snoop. It was DJ Snoopadelic. And he was night. taking pictures with everybody, letting everybody video. Yeah, he was the cool, like, Snoop was the coolest, like... He didn't have, well, he did have security, but he was very cool, letting people take videos and pictures. He was cheesing. And Snoop, I, I DJed after Snoop, and Snoop was still there just partying and having a good time, man. Yeah. So basically, that, basically you're paying for Snoop's celebrity. Yes. Okay. But you, like, if you don't want to pay the, the real price for Snoop, because I'm, char- I'm sure Snoop charges six figures at least. So you probably could get him a lot less just to DJ for a little bit, you know? Got you. So I did that, and then after I went to the show. And you club, brought your son with you. I brought my son. My son was partying with me. And he had a good time. It, it was pretty cool to party with my son and just watch him. And it's funny because he's 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 like you could tell he's just really seeing things. So he's seeing boobs and, and asses, and I see him staring. And girls twerking. And girls twerking. I see him looking. I'm like, what you looking at? And he puts his head down. I'm like, nah, you can look at it. Look, you can look, 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 look. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he had a good time. He had you a good old. time. You officially old. When you start being in the club partying with your children, you are old ass nigga. I was like, Logan, how old are you? He said, I'm 18 in the 10th grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is his daddy's son. <laughs> well, he had, to say, he, he had to say 18, but uh, he, I guess he didn't do the math for the grade. But yeah, he is 18. He's in the, he's a senior. Yeah, he's a senior. That's what he, yeah, that's the so story. So him and Madison are the same. That's their story, and they're sticking with it. So want, they're twins. Yep, that's their story, and they're sticking okay. with it this week. And this week, and they're twins. If you see Logan out, he's 18 to party, 21 to drink. He's partying. So shout out to Logan. He ain't make it to the next club because he fell asleep, but he's out. The strip right. club? Well, that's what happens yes. when you're drinking in the 10th grade. You usually fall asleep, can't handle your liquor. <laughs> well, he wasn't drinking, God, sir. He was doing edibles. <laughs> no, he wasn't you, just doing... Said, you just said if you see Logan this weekend, he's 18, 21 to drink. So I, said, it's eight, I said the clubs out here, 18 to party, 21 oh, to drink so he could okay, get in. okay, okay, okay. What's okay. wrong with you? I thought you was I mean, making it seem like if you see him with a little Ciroc in his hand, just know. No, no, that's against the law, <laughs> sir. Jesus. <laughs> All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Tommy Davidson is going to be joining us. Yes, he's got a new book out called uh, Living in Color. If you if you if you have a certain age, you definitely remember Tommy Davidson from In Living Color and movies like Strictly Business. He's uh-huh. got, a, he's got a very interesting story to tell. That's right. I, I thoroughly enjoyed his book. 
Yeah, so we'll kick it with him. All right, so let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Yes, they are changing the All-Star Game format. So we'll tell you what it's going to be like this year for the first time ever. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. That is Sunday, of course, is the Super Bowl. Now, who are you going for, 49ers or the Chiefs? Yee. Um, I said the 49ers. 49ers. Charlemagne. I'm not going for anybody. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I only root for one squad. Now, if you ask All me, right. who, ask me who do you think is going to win then, okay, sir? That's a better question. Um, I would go to Kansas City Chiefs. Their offense is just... Lights out. I don't think you can stop, them, stop their offense. Yeah, I think the Kansas City Chiefs got it, too. Honestly. All right, well. All right, what else are we talking about, Yeezy? Well, let's talk about the All-Star game. They are changing the format. They said the first three quarters of the game will be, like, separate mini games. So it's going to be played for charity with the score resetting at the start of each quarter. So that's for the first three quarters. Each quarter is, like, a whole separate game. And then the fourth quarter is the quarter that will determine the winner of the All-Star game. I don't so, get it. That's whack. That's trash. I, I was trying to figure it out last night. I still don't get it. They didn't, think that, they didn't think that through. Right. So this is what's going to happen. After the third quarter, each team gets all the points back, the total of all the first three quarters. So one, two, three quarters is playing for charity. Each one is a separate mini game. So whoever wins each quarter wins that particular game for charity. Oh, and then the then fourth quarter is the The fourth quarter, you get, to, you get all your points back that you have for all three quarters, and then you have to play for an additional 24 points, and whoever gets that additional 24 points first is uh, to the le- to the leading team's total is the one that, yes. Yeah, wins. so at the end of three quarters, if it's 195, the game is 124, and whoever gets the 124 first wins. Yeah, they, like if the score is 80 to 100 at the yeah. top of the fourth quarter, then whoever gets to 124 is the team that wins. Yeah, that's whack. I don't, I don't like that. That's too confusing. It resets every quarter. I don't like that. I mean, to be honest with you, it's the All-Star game. Who gives a damn? You know what I'm saying? It's usually it's just a really quick game. No defense. Yeah, but I, yeah. I like that. I like them dunking on each other, doing wild stuff. They're still uh, going to be doing all of that. That ain't going to change. Like, nobody... Uh, I wonder what made them decide to do that. I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to so do we, stuff. So we can do exactly what we're doing right now. Talk about, about it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's just a weird thing. I don't know. But at the end of each quarter, the team with the most points will be awarded $100,000 for their respective charities. So I guess that's also a way to donate to these charities, right? Right. And what are they, they going to wear uh, eight and 24 jerseys, did they say? Well, the reason that game is 24 is... Yeah, I know because of that. But I thought mm-hmm. I was hoping that maybe the East wear eight and then West wear 24, something like that for COVID. I haven't seen anything about that mm-hmm. yet. So I don't know what they're... But they are going to be play, paying tribute... Of course, to Kobe. Okay. I mean, how could you? We know that's happening. Right. And Kobe could also get a street named after him in L.A. Right now, officials are discussing different options on how they can make that happen. I mean, he definitely going to get a street named after him. That's light. Right. I like, so, the, I like the whole conversation they're having about, uh, you know, adding his name onto the Staples Center. Mm-hmm. I think I saw somebody say uh, the, the Kobe Bryant Center presented by Staples or something like that. I don't know. Who knows? I think they're I even talking about putting his daughter's jersey up in the rafters. All right, now, one Florida player is the only winner of the $396.9 million Powerball jackpot. Boy, don't y'all give nobody in Florida all that goddamn money. You know what your Uncle Charlotte says about Florida. All the craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. You don't want to see somebody in Florida with all that money. What part of Florida? The jackpot winner matched all Woo. six Mm-mm. numbers. I thought you were about to say Jacksonville. I was like, no! 
That, pers- come back here, nobody that person that purchased that ticket at a 7-Eleven in Bonita Springs. Let me see where Bonita Springs at. It's probably some old white woman anyway, some old 92-year-old white woman that's about to die any day. I don't know. We shall see. You never know. Now, Charlamagne, you know, usually, I, I, sometimes I don't agree with you, right? But when you talk about the craziest people from Florida, sometimes I'm like, nah, I love Florida. But you know, last night I'm in the club and I DJ a lot of clubs. You know, somebody stole my jacket you out know, the club. First of all, that does not mean that person was from Florida. There was a lot of people from out of town. At I the don't Clevelander? Know. I don't know. I shouted out Florida. People went crazy. Anything but they stole happened, my jacket, bro. Any, anything that happens in Florida gets blamed on Florida because it's the water. So as soon as you go down there, even if you're from out of town, you drink that water, you become a Floridian for the weekend. Who steals the jacket still? Florida. It was a jacket. First of all, who wears a jacket in Miami right it's now? It's chilly. It's, it's chilly right now. It's chilly. Aren't you chilly? You got a jacket on right now. In the studio, not outside at a club. It's chilly. It was, it was an outdoor party. I was cold. I put my jacket down. They stole my jacket. Who steals jackets? Who still leaves a jacket? Who leaves a jacket laying? What around? kind of jacket was it? Red. What kind? Off white. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. You, you, Come you, on, You earned that stealing. And you was right there. You, you was sitting right next to the jacket. You just let him Why? steal my jacket. Should, all you had to do was say, hey, keep an eye on my jacket. I didn't even know your jacket was there. I'm not watching your... I didn't even pay attention. Well, that's what you get. All you have to do is say something. Obviously, and my jacket's it. right here. Mr. My goodness. Mr. Rich Man just leaves his uh, off-white jacket laying around. like He's right next to ye. Yep. And Robin from Ball Alert. Right there. They were right next to each other. Well, oh, are. that's the jacket Robin had on last night. Yep. yep. By, Probably. By the way, y'all in Florida, you're lucky you and uh, Robin ain't get taken, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. That's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on, Abby? This is John. How you doing today? Hey, John. What's going on? Get it off your chest, bro. Uh, hey, good morning, two kings and a queen. How y'all good doing? morning. Peace, king. What up? Charlamagne, I wanted to uh, shout you out because, you know, only time people call you is when you ain't doing what they want you to do, but I want to shout out and congratulate for being on time. The whole month of January. <laughs> I know, right? I was late yesterday. Was yesterday. <laughs> Almost I made know, it, though. I, and you know what? And I, and I was expecting somebody to say something about it. That's why I wanted to point out there's something that people don't normally do. You only want to talk about the negative when you yeah, want congratulations to Congratulations on doing what you're supposed to do is what you're saying. Exactly. So forget that <laughs> one day. I'm talking about the whole month. You've been doing good, sir. That's right. Go. I'm going to be on time for the whole year. Hello, who's this? Cheryl, good morning. Hi, everybody. Hey, Cheryl. <laughs> um, I have to get this off my chest. I've been harboring anger towards my baby's father. In therapy, I believe in God. I just hate the man with a bloody passion. And wow. I'm like, how do I get rid of this? Why do you, do you hate him so yeah, much? Yeah, why do you hate the man that you let shoot your club up? <laughs> Actually, I gave him a, a, a child through IVF. I untied my tube, went to two rounds of IVF. Mm-hmm. Found out he was cheating on me, left Ooh. him, and he's like moved in with the side chick and everything. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's a lot. So, so I can see why you hate him. Yeah. I hate him too. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want my daughter to grow up in nastiness, but right. I hate the man. So tell okay. me, um, what's what's the other plan? Because you can hate him, but you still got a child to raise. So what's the other plan? You're like, I hate him, but I love my daughter. Yeah, that's how I feel. I hate him, but I love my daughter. And when I tell you I'm nasty, I bring the baby just with a whole attitude. <laughs> but you love your daughter more than you hate him, right? Yes, yes, true. So and you know what? It's all probably still fresh. It, it's, been, it's going on about a year. 
Yeah, that's still a little I fresh. I think as time moves on, you'll you'll get over it. You know, sometimes you just have those feelings. But I will say, as they say, hate is a heavy burden to bear. It's harder for you to have that hate towards somebody. It's harder on you. And that's really why you have to get rid of those feelings of hatred. Yeah, I've never, and my friends even told me, they're like, that's not your character. Right. I'm like, God, I get rid of this. Don't let them have that power that. over you. You know what hurts okay. the most? Indifference. Okay, I'll try that. <laughs> All right, mama. All right, guys. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Kyle. Hey, get it off your chest. Well, just a few days ago, I got the courage to come out to my family as bisexual. Mm -hmm. And when I did, my family blew up. I got so a whole bunch of stuff that made me feel really bad about being bisexual. But, like, I had a whole bunch of friends telling me it was okay. But anyways, my folks was telling me that being bisexual is a phase, that I'm just going to go through it temporarily, and that... Is, is not normal. And my aunt even told me that being bisexual means that I'm going to be unfaithful to my partner. I'm like, no, that's not what it's about. <laughs> I don't know what it, being bisexual is about, but which which do you prefer, women or men? Both. Well, I, I have no preference. I mean, it is what it is. If I love you, I love you. You just love the person for being whoever they are. Yes, that's, that's exactly when, right. When you look back at your life, what what has been the ratio of uh, men to women? Like, how many men have you been with? How many women have you been with? So far, I've been with three men and two girls. Okay, so you... Okay, which so which out of those three, which you prefer? You got to have a preference. Not it's the person. Okay, but, like, if, if I had a... If I needed to choose right now, I, I'd probably say a guy. Okay. You know what's interesting? We'll be talking in rumors about Demi Lovato, and she talks about the time that she actually had to tell her parents... That she could end up with a woman. Now, if you could find a guy that eats, uh, eats, eats vagina as good as a woman, you think that would satisfy all your cravings? Maybe, maybe. Okay, okay, okay. So, guys, step your jaw game up, you know. But in the meantime, I, you, you can have a boyfriend and a girlfriend. Nobody minds that. Now, if you had a boyfriend, would you let him be with you and your girlfriend? Sure. I mean, I, I'm kind of sort of uh, um, poly. Poly is when you know, have more than one. Yeah, polyamory. Yeah, Polynesian yeah, sauce. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm more like that in some cases. It feels right. like you're just sexually fluid right now. You're just rolling with whatever feels good to you. Yeah. All right, well, go have fun, baby. Enjoy. You, yeah, you, you, you ain't got no ties to nobody. You don't owe nobody nothing. You can have a boyfriend and a girlfriend. Go enjoy your life. Well, enjoy it, mama. Hello, who's this? What's good with you, Envy? What's up, Gary? What's good with you? What's up, Yi? What's up, Charlemagne? Hey, what's up, Gary. my brother? Can't wait to see you later on. Yeah, you're going to be in my area, Studio 183. Oh, that's right. My party tonight with Lala. Oh, you got a party tonight? I'm, I'm, I will I'm coming through. I will be in the building, bro. Take a picture with you. Trust me. You got a table, Yee? Of course. All right. I'm going to be sitting with you. <laughs> I'm going to be at yeah, that I'm club on Sunday you. also. Right. I definitely got to be up there with you, bro. Can I get Logan in? In the building. Hey, I want to pull up um, <laughs> on y'all. Y'all at the uh, station right off of Sheridan Street, right? No. No. Oh, I thought y'all was at the 103.5 spot off of Sheridan. Nah, nah, we we broadcasting live from um Miami Beach. <laughs> That's y'all fault. Y'all the ones telling everybody I'm broadcasting live this morning from such and such and such. That's y'all fault. 
you telling everybody where you at, and they're going to get mad at people when they pull up on you. He's going to pull up dumb. on you. Nah. You ain't never heard me tell nobody where I'm at when we I broadcast from Chick-fil-A. That's, that's what we broadcasting from. That's y'all fault. We broadcasting from DJ Khaled's house. I pray that you walk out that station and there's 100 mixtapes waiting on you. Oh, my goodness. Don't put that on me, brother. Jeez. Hey. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Don't put that on me, brother. We got to make sure you edit that for me, okay? I've heard that before. You kinky, bro. You whip that thing out like, oh, my God. Don't put that on me, brother. What are you talking about? That's a compliment. <laughs> edit that for me, please. I want to know who put that on you like that, bro. You already, We already got your edit. You good? I wish y'all could have seen what Logic was doing while y'all were talking about this. What was he doing? He was... <laughs> He was putting chapstick on? I've never seen somebody put on chapstick like that. He was rubbing his lips so hard. <laughs> okay, Logic is the board out from, whoa, Miami, whoa, from Miami. We're broadcasting from Chick-fil-A. All right. We got rumors coming up, Yee? Uh, yes, let's discuss music. We'll tell you who just put out uh, new music and who has a new album coming out very soon, according to reports. All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. We're in Miami. I walked in this morning, and the whole room smells like weed. I don't know what's going on in this studio. Who got weed? Logic? Logic? Logic, Logic, you know you shouldn't be be smelling like smoke before you come to work, Logic. Come on, why why you put me out like that? Come on, (laughs) now. I was like, what happened in here? I mean, I smell like the club, damn it. I was out all night. Get them weedies in the morning. I was out on a little wake and bake. There you go. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Drake. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee has it. on The Breakfast Club. So listen up. That was disrespectful because Drake and Future are on this song and they have dropped oh. I didn't know. <laughs> That's why there's the rumors. I'm trying to figure out about it. Go ahead. But he was asleep. Yeah, I was. Uh, Drake and Future uh, have gotten back together for a new track, and it's called Desires, and they just put that out. So here is a teaser for you. You got that fire, and I'm not a liar. You had me down on my knees every day, had to talk Messiah. I'm in that eight and then one and the two. This is different. Yeah, I try to pay all your loans off and copy you a driver. I had you stand too close to the city, you acting too vulnerable living this life. I said I moved you away from Houston before I copy all this ice. You wanna be my number one? You're not acting like the main thing. I let you pay my number two. You barely made the second. I should put you somewhere where no one can find you. Mansion out in sticks with nothing around you. Katie, Texas, Dallas, Texas, you know a different environment. Cause you got desires. I know, I know. That sounds dope. Yeah, it sounds cool, but it sounds like the same version of 100 different records that I've heard before. I feel like I've heard that record before. Well, maybe the formula just works. Uh, In other news, Lil Wayne has dropped his funeral album. He's been talking about this for quite some time. He announced his project first back in 2016, and now it's out. There's 24 tracks on there. Some of the guests are J-Rock, 2 Chains, Big Sean, Takeoff, XXX is on there. Uh, Little Twist is on there. Okay. Yes, Little Baby, Adam Levine. So uh, we do have the two songs that were trending the most, Mamma Mia. What's good, brother? Be around the bush and I'm going to come around with a bush cutter and look for you. You talking too much. I'm about to find a good drummer. Y'all in some foot soldiers. I'm a foot fungus. You dead, brother. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Like a red button, a gun head, but you like bung, 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 bung till your heart stops drumming. I shoot you while the sun don't shine. This a hot summer. But fall, dog, I knock a wall off with this side off. This sound like a hog cough. I'm a wizard with them up. Like I went to hogwash. Cut the hog head and the tail off. I'm the n- 
put a spell on and once it wear off, then don't touch me like an air ball. All right, so that was okay. the, the song that was trending the most from the funeral so far, from funeral so far, and then this was the second highest trending one, piano trap. Like a personal, that sucker got me vertical. Them oozes get so surgical. Shooters, they shoot like turgle. We murder you, then bury you. Dig a hole and throw dirt at you. You disappear like abracadabra, magic like 32. It is my time, and when it is you on timeout, I'm on cloud nine, and you just on iCloud. I'm an icon, I shine and burn your eyes out. You on the sideline, my side, got a side, got a zip slow case. I die quick, I'm alive. Born piss poor, I'm a die rich, full of my. Bust up in your house on some my. Listen, you always know what you're going to get with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is a legend, a cultural icon. But Wayne got to have another level, though. Like, I just want to hear more personal stuff from Wayne. I, I want to know what's going on in his life, what's happening in his world. Like, we know he can put words together, but, but what, what, what's going on with him? What's going on with his life? Well, Drink Champs did a good job of talking to Wayne about things that have happened in his life. One thing they talked about was... That situation of him and Jay-Z perhaps working together, and here's what was said. What he was doing was he just trying to help in right. any form and fashion. Wow. So, you know, if I got to sign your mom, man, whatever I got to do to help you out in your situation you're going through right now, it's like, I know it's embarrassing, but I, what I want to do is make sure you're straight as a man. It's like, the rap you're going to always be good with that. You're going to take your eyes closed. You got that. Now I'm Was Nori in the beginning going, wow. I think so. I'm looking forward to that interview. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm looking forward to that Drink Champs interview more than I'm looking forward to the funeral album because I feel like I'm going to get a peek behind that curtain of, of, of Wayne's life in that interview. Yeah, I'm looking forward to both. I want to hear, I haven't heard some Wayne music in a while, so I'm looking forward to hearing, to the, hearing this. And, uh, and there's 24 tracks definitely Drink on Champs. It. Yeah, I definitely want to hear that. All right, but also, you know, everybody who knows Wayne always says that he does live in his own world. He doesn't really pay attention to what's going on. Right. He's not paying attention to, you know, other people's music and things like that. Well, here's a part of Drink Champs that really shows that that's true. Quality control music or TDE? I don't know what TDE is. Come on, though. Oh, you, I thought you was literally... See, see that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens. No so, so quality control music is somebody, too. Yeah, then. that's um, Beagles. Beagles in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what my daddy's soul. I did not know that. I swear to God. I didn't know that. I respect that. Drop, I on, the clues, drop on the clues bomb for Lil Wayne. Salute to that man. He knows okay. the artist, but he don't know all of that. J-Rock's on the album, so clearly he knows him. But. Yeah, he probably, he's not into that. Wayne is in his own world, really. He probably does music and he does things that enjoys him. He probably stays off Instagram. And That's why I was surprised when he hit me a couple of weeks ago. I was surprised. I'm like, Wayne actually hit me. And, but, he, and he grown. Like, if he don't know, that's fine. And he's fine with not knowing. When you are the wave, you don't have to try to ride ride all the other ones. You know what I mean? People be like, oh, I got to I gotta stay in touch with what's going on. No, not when you're creating the currents. All right. And another new uh, album that just came out, a mixtape, Plies, did The Real Testament 2. The first one came out back in 2007. So now this is a part two to that, and that just dropped yesterday as well. Shout to Plies. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, just so you know, PETA, they were trying to do a Super Bowl spot, and I guess they said that the, uh, the network, Fox, wasn't reaching back out to them. So listen to the spot, right? It's Colin Kaepernick inspired. They said it's animated animals taking a knee to protest injustice, just like Colin Kaepernick. But I guess what they're trying to say is uh, they want to challenge people to expand their concept of injustice to include humans' injustice against other species also. I hope, so, a, I hope a nice Outback Steakhouse commercial come on right after that. 
So they said things were promising. They submitted the commercial. The commercial clearance rep from Fox replied saying the network was reviewing the spot. But then their ad agency told them that uh, the NFL, I guess, had pressured Fox to not run that ad. So what are the animals supposed to be saying? Like, I'm with with the animals? Yeah, I'm with the animals. They're taking a knee. I am with the animals. I had, I'm going to eat something today. No. No, they mean mean like vegans, like taking knees, don't eat animals. I will say, when you see how they, if you watch any of those documentaries, though, it will make you be like, I don't know if I could eat this anymore or wear this. It is sad. They should take a page out of Chick-fil-A's book and just have all these animals that people eat say things like eat more vegetables. And have the have the have the animals that people eat conf- uh, encouraging people to eat more vegetables, like how the Chick Fil A cow encourages people to eat more chicken. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. Okay. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back from page news, what are we talking about? Coronavirus. Are y'all nervous as these outbreaks have been spreading globally, even in the United States? Well, All right. I don't drink beer, so I don't even trip off stuff. Like oh, oh boy. All right. We'll get into it next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. This young man in the studio is making my blood pressure go. What is he saying? Morning. Drum. We are the Breakfast like Club. He, what is Drum saying? It's just like he comes in here and says, "What can I do to make Charlemagne irate this morning?" What did he say? He's in here arguing me, telling me that. Uh, uh, Jay-Z is not a trendsetter and uh, <gasps> uh, all kind of stuff. Drake, no. Drake, Drake is, Lil Wayne is nothing compared to Drake. And I'm like, wow. what is wrong with you, what? bro? No, no, hold on. You're not about to slander me over here. I did not say that. I did not say that. You're slandering yourself. I did not beard say, off. No. I did not say <laughs> any of those things. I'm just talking about cultural relevancy right now as far as the music as oh. a whole. I'm not talking about this. I'm not saying they're not legends. I'm not having this argument That's with you. Right, thank you. Well, let's get some front page news. Super Bowl okay. weekend. Super Bowl Sunday, of course, is this Sunday. 49ers, Chiefs. Who you got? Who you got? Who you got? Yee. I said the 49ers. 49ers. Charlamagne. I don't care, but I say the Chiefs. I'm a Cowboys fan. I don't know. I, I think care. I'm thinking the Chiefs. I'm thinking the Chiefs. I'm, you know, but hopefully it's a great game. Chiefs put too many points on the board. I don't think you can stop them offensively. Okay. What else are we talking about, Yee? Uh, we are going to talk about coronavirus. So right now, at least 213 people are dead, and there's been almost 10,000 cases confirmed in mainland China as that virus has been spreading globally. So here in the United States, they're saying that you cannot travel to China right now, and there's nearly uh, 60 million people under partial or full lockdown in Chinese cities for the past week. So there have been uh, other cases. There's been six so far in the United States, by the way. Now, what are the symptoms So we need to know? What are, what are the symptoms? I think it feels like the flu, kind of. It could be... Oh, boy. What, you feel like you have the flu? No, I mean, how do you just say it feels like the flu? Everybody's going to say they have this. Right, and you know what? When I was um, sick a couple of weeks ago, I had the sore throat. That was part of it. You know, fortunately, I'm better now. But nobody has died outside of China thus far, but they do have that do not travel. Level four, do not travel. Um, And they're saying that it can spread from person to person. So Can it be treated? Just be careful. Well, Yes. It can be treated. Yes, it can. So when are they going to take all the coronas off the shelf in America to prevent this virus from spreading? It has nothing to do with that, by the way. Are you sure? Positive. 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 Our Heineken's good. They believe that it started because of um, bats in Wuhan. uh, It's in China. So they're saying that that bats can spread a lot of viruses without getting sick themselves. And so that's how they are speculating. Bats biting people or people eating bats? I don't know if they were eating them, but bats are able to spread those viruses. So I miss the good old days when, like, uh, animals like bats and spiders would just give you superpowers as opposed to viruses. 
Lush yeah, Lush TV. I, listen, I'm not playing around with that at all. All right, now uh, let's discuss this woman who is saying that Donald Trump raped her. And she wants to get a DNA sample to determine whether or not his genetic material is on a dress that she says she wore during that encounter. Advice columnist E. Jean Carroll's lawyers have served a notice to Donald Trump's attorney. They served that notice yesterday. They want him to submit a sample on March 2nd for analysis and comparison against unidentified male DNA that was present on that dress. She also has filed a defamation suit against Donald Trump. And um, he says that he, never, he doesn't know her and never even met her. But if his DNA is on that dress, then I guess those claims are incorrect. He, there's also a picture of them together, which Donald Trump is saying was just taken while he was waiting online to get his coat. And he doesn't really know her at all. So those are both sides of the story. And I don't know whether or not they'll say that he, a judge will say he has to submit his DNA. But she wants him to do that. And he said she's trying to sell a new book. That should indicate her motivation. None of this so. stuff will have any impact on Donald Trump whatsoever. Like, zero. All it does is just for whatever for whatever reason, it just makes him stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. So I don't I don't know right. what to tell you. Well, this uh, this allegation, this what she's saying happened was in the '90s, and she said she still has that Donna Karen coat dress in the back of her closet, um, unworn and unlaundered since that evening. And she actually wore it for a photo accompanying a magazine piece that they did on the whole uh, on her lawsuit. So we shall see if. He actually does. All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, comedian Tommy Davidson will be joining us. We'll OG kick with Tommy Tom- Davidson. OG Tommy Davidson. He's got a book out right now called Living in Color. That's right. And you know, if you came up in that era, that era of the, the 90s, you know, when the Living Color was on, you know, that, that was a very impactful show. He's got a lot of stories, bro. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't get a chance to read the whole book, but I started in his stories. Goodness gracious. We'll talk yeah. about it when we come you back. You know, he was a musician, too. Did he talk about that? I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be a singer. Yeah, he talked about how he used to sing. Because I actually, one of my friends was a drummer that mm-hmm. used to play with him. And I know he really, like, I guess it never popped off the way he really? wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, we'll talk to him when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. Yes, we are The Breakfast Great. Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. Tommy Davidson. Welcome. Right here. I made it. So how are you doing, brother? How, how are you good. doing? Things are good. Things are good. You got I'm, a new I'm, book I'm, out? Feel free. Just independent, doing my own life and, and, and getting around the world and doing what I do. You, you know, uh, it's Been good doing to, it for a while. You no, know, you have. It's good yeah, to yeah. see you because I remember... Um, well, you did a show with us one time. You mm-hmm. actually uh, filled in for Miss Jones when I used to do Miss Jones show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that yeah, time yeah. you was you was something wasn't right, and you uh-huh. wasn't feeling the world, and you was you was right. on one. Right. And that I was, was like, what was that about fifteen years ago? I ain't that old. Man, it was about fifteen years ago. About, about fifteen, 15 years, about 15 ago. years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then I've seen you recently in the last couple of years, uh-huh. and I'm like, he got it. He got it. He got right. Yeah, yeah. What was going on during that time? If there was anything going well, on? Well, for once, she came at me. She was like, you know, you're on drugs, you're this, you're that. And I said, yeah, yeah. I was like, that, yeah, that happened. But what you saying? What you saying? And she, and she was full tilt. You know, tell us about the dark times. You know what I'm like? I'm like, I'm like, yo, can I get some coffee first? You know what I mean? Like, like she came off. She came off. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it was, it was healthy for me. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, I did. I was coming off of some dark times. You got a whole chapter you know in the mean? book called yeah. uh, Alien Abduction. Yeah, yeah. And I was wondering where that was going. Right, right, right. Because right, right. I honestly believe I've been abducted by aliens, too. Mm-hmm. But you were actually mm-hmm. talking about 
your drug addiction and being mm-hmm. in and out of rehab that uh-huh, whole year. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was it was um it was uh, necessary. I could have I could end up like Elvis or Hendrix or Prince or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and it was it was a test. What made you, you know change? What, I mean? what made you say this is what I need to do now? I need to get rehab. I need to help uh-huh, myself uh-huh. now. It was to live. No, I'm not going to say I got caught up in circumstances. It was just where I was in my life. It was like the perfect storm. You take a man who was left in the trash. That was and, crazy. Um, right? Go from there and build up a life where I'm like, okay, things are cool. Well, hold and on. Now you're up... skipping some things, man. Okay, okay, okay. You've you lived you a got, very yeah, interesting life. Yeah, yeah, you got, you got the... You, got the, you, was, oh, you yeah. was left in the in the trash by your biological mother. Yeah, right. I was left in was Mississippi. Found by a white, found by a white, a white woman. woman. White woman. Yes. In um who was from Wyoming. Right. I grew up in the Midwest up until I was 5 years old. Then I moved to Washington DC during the riots after King got shot when my white brother and sister were on the floor, tear gas fires, and when we got to the neighborhood in DC, we go to play with the other kids and go to the pool, the black kids kicked our ass. So bad every day. We're beating our ass. I was five. My brother was like nine. My sister was my same age. We were twins, but she's blonde. Mm-hmm. You know, and they were saying, white cracker, white cracker, and you're a white cracker lover. Beat my ass so much. Mm-hmm. We had to get out of there. And I went to my mother and I said, why are they calling me a white cracker lover? I like graham crackers. <laughs> <laughs> I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? And she said, that's what people your color call people our color when they don't like them. And I was like, well, what color am I? Because as far as I'm concerned, I'm brown. Because I learned it from the crayons. Yeah, right, the cray- right, right. I was brown and my sister was like peach. You know, so that was like, oh, are you kidding me? You know, so then we moved to the suburbs of Wheaton, Maryland in 69. I was six. And um, that's when I first heard the word Because grown men were chasing me as soon as they saw me. Like, I'd be on the playground playing and, and, and grown men, get that now. Get him, kill him. I was running home. Like, barely getting in the house. People were throwing stuff in our, our house. Mm. So I went to my mother. I was like, hey, <laughs> who are these <laughs> I, I cried laughing when I was <laughs> yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> we need to stay away from these <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? I learned who they are now, okay? Uh, uh, you know, I just learned who they are. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but... That was, and so I moved to an integrated neighborhood where I really Wait, what found did your mother say when you came home huh? and said, Ma, who are these that they're chasing? She said something I did not like. She said, that's what people are color call people your color when they don't like them. And I was like, well, where do I fit into all this if, if, if you're that and you're that? So my, my whole life from that point on was trying to understand what black was. It was tough. I had to fight, you know, black girls. You know, I had to fight six and seven black girls all the time. Because all of them decided they were going to whip my sister ass for no reason. Mm. My sister ain't do nothing to nobody. And then I got to fight their brothers. You know, and this is in D.C., you know, and here in New York. You know, so so that was, was confusing for me. But I, I got to putting it together. But mm-hmm. it was confusing, you know, because I was ashamed. You know, my mother would come to school. I didn't want her to come to school. Because as soon as she came to school, all the black students were like, you know, you ain't really black. And I'm like... Tell the police that. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, because that's what they've been calling me, black what, what was, you know, you read the book, you'll know, mm-hmm. but, like, it gave you a different perspective mm-hmm. on race being raised mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by a white family. What, mm-hmm. what was that perspective, per se? That we're all the same. Yeah. You know, because my grandfather, my aunt, my, my whole family was white. And what I learned about race was from my family. You know, and I remember in first grade, we did the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, and I put up the Black Power Fist. And I got in trouble. I got sent to the, to the principal's office. They're like, oh, you're the comedian. This is when I first heard the word comedian. You know, you think you're funny. And my mother came to school. The principal said, 
We don't know what's wrong with him. Why would he do something like that? And she said, that's all he knows. When he got to D.C., he didn't know anything. But the song James, Say It Loud, James, uh, uh, Say It Loud, Black and I'm Proud, came out. And he loved that song. And that's who he is. You know, and she was with the movement and everything. Another time later in school, me and my sister would be late to high school. You go late to high school, you know, enough times you got to go to detention. Right. But my sister never had to go. You know, but I had to go every single time. So my my mother said, I'm coming down there. She came down. She went to the principal's office. She said, why does my son have to go to detention and my daughter doesn't? They say, and my, my sister's name is Burl. Your daughter's Burl? Yeah. She said, but why does that matter? And um, they got it all straight. But my mother took me home that day. She said, you coming with me. And she was driving, and she pulled the car over. And she told me this, boy. I'll never forget this. She took me to a little park and sat me down, boy. She looked at me. She said, I'm going to tell you the truth. She said, your sister can be late all she wants and still get ahead, but you're black. And if you want to get ahead, you can't be late. And, man, I wanted to cry. I was like, well, that ain't fair. fair, Right? What's that? But she was showing me, you know, and before her life was over, she asked me. She never would ask me for nothing. Like I said, I'm going to buy you a car or whatever. She said, how much would you pay? I was like, 20 grand. She said, well, put that in the bank for your, your kids. She said, I want you to do one favor for me. She never asked me to do stuff. She mm-hmm. said, I want you to come over to this old folks home and say hi to these little guys. So she had done this without me knowing. She took an old folks home, talked the city into giving her the top floor, and she housed 25 young black men who were who were uh, victims of gunshot wounds and were crippled. Mm. And she was like, would you come and say hi to them? I was like, sure, I go say hi to them, you know? And um, we took them out in the park. They smoked their little weed. and I stood there for an hour. They love her. Mm -hmm. But I started wanting to do, I I equated black with screw Hey, what what they were doing. You know, selling drugs and and robbing and beating people's ass. And that was friendship to me. I was now being a part of that, and she didn't like it. She's like, "How, how are you getting like this? You know, finally she found stuff under my bed, gun, money, cameras, and all this stuff that I was stealing. Threw me out the house, said, you cannot come back. And I was like, that's good. Now I can hang out. It wasn't as fun as I thought. I'm up at the liquor store where we hang out. And um, when she walked by, you know, everybody kind of, you know, you know, hey, Mrs. Davidson, you know. And um, I said, hey, Mom. And she walked by me without even speaking. You telling too much of the book, Tommy. You oh, got to give yeah. him just a night. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. You okay. tell, you're giving him too all much. Right, all, right. all right, we got more with Tommy Davidson. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Tommy Davidson. What made you start to get into comedy? My friend Howard. I got a job. I'm 18. I got a job at the Ramada Inn mm-hmm. uh, as an assistant chef. And I tell Howard, you know, I got a job at the Ramada Inn. He's like, you're the stupidest mother I ever met in my life. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about, man? He's like, you could be a world-known comedian, man. You're great at what you do because he know me since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm like, get out of here, man. What are you, you just mad because you ain't got no job. He worked at the worst strip club in D.C. He called me and said, I can get you. They're going to let you on stage for five minutes and you can show your stuff. At the strip club? At the strip club. And the worst. girls dancing, you uh-huh. got to go up into a comedy Yeah, yeah. it wasn't a good one. It wasn't okay. a good strip club. The, the the brothers outside had shirts on that said, don't shirt them and don't shoot them in the back. Okay. These girls would be dancing with babies on the hip now. So, so, <laughs> so, so, I go down there. I finally go down there with him. And he says, like, I look at him and the, the manager is like, you know, yeah, yeah, you got five minutes, right? 
So I looked at Howard. I said, Howard, what am I supposed to do? He said, I don't care what you do. Just say something. And I went up there from the first thing I said. People laughed. And I've been doing it ever since. I mean, I'm wow. sitting here right now. I won talent shows. A guy came down. I started opening for Evelyn Champagne King, mm-hmm. Luther Vandross, Patti LaBelle. Next thing you know, a year, I was in Hollywood. Let's jump to Hollywood because the, the most interesting parts of the book are, and I'm not going to say the most interesting, but very interesting mm-hmm. on your mm-hmm. childhood years. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But mm-hmm. when you got to Hollywood mm-hmm. and you, you get mm-hmm. on and live in color, mm-hmm. I can't tell if you... Like Keenan Ivory Wayans, or you didn't like Keenan Ivory Wayans? It seemed like you respected him, uh-huh, uh-huh. but you wasn't feeling him per se. Ah, there were times. I mean, it was it was a love hate relationship, but he forged me into being who I am. Mm-hmm. But it was a competitive it was a competitive atmosphere. It feels like you felt like he was you know? suppressing your talent. Ah, there was times. Yeah, there was times, but I think all of us felt like that, you know. But there was there was some things that 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 I felt like, hey man, come on, you know, I'm going to my first premiere mm-hmm. of my movie. I need to go to that. He was like, nah, I need you here. And that was a big conflict because that's my first premiere. It's my movie, and it's, it's strictly business. Strictly business, right, right, right. Yeah, Andre Harrell is Uptown Records. It's, it's, it's that, uh, Puff. Mm-hmm. Puff he was your me. PA. Puff was my PA and my yeah. partner. Puff took me to all the clubs at night, and he said, I'm going to show you New York. I got to see uh, leaders before they even got signed. Mm-hmm. Tribe, before they even got signed, he was like, these these boys going to be the and I'm looking at this young boy like, how he know this? And, and, and Heavy, Hev is telling me, yo, that dude right there, he gonna blow. Like, he would drop me off at the set. He was my man. Got into a fight one time, cut the dude eye open. Big union guy came out. giving away too much right, right, from okay, the okay, book. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not, I got a good one. But I got you, but I got you, but I got you, I got you. But yeah, it was tough. It was, it, was, it was an atmosphere where, you know, it was all or nothing. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that bothered me, and we got into that, but... He's like a brother, you know. He's like a brother. We fought, you know. We had our times where we went up against each other, but he's still the genius, Professor Xavier, of in living color. Did, did he know you felt that way, or he didn't realize it until he read the book? If he's read the book, yeah, you know, I felt that way. Okay. We 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 had words. Mm-hmm. We had words about it. You know what I mean? Um, I I don't know if I was going to be on in living color, you know, after that. After strictly business, yeah. yeah. After that, I didn't even know I was going to be on it, and then I ended up on it, and we had words. But you know. That's how it goes. You had, you, had a, you got a Pac story in the book, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful guy. When I met him, I was expecting this, you know, L.A. dude, you know, yo, I'm in the core, you know, I'm in the core. I thought he was going to be like that, but he was real sweet. Mm-hmm. He was real respectable to me. He called me Mr. Davidson. I was like, you can call me Tom, man. He's like, no, no, i just just glad being here. And then something happened with their car. Don't tell the story. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know. But it's, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really yeah, good. Yeah. Whoa. Now, now you, Whoa. You had a white family. Uh-huh. You're black. Mm-hmm. Your, your older brother was gay. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. So you had all that diversity in your house. Mm-hmm. Was it a culture shock when you got in the industry and it didn't reflect that diversity? No. Because I had already had my training. You know, with my brother being gay, I was exposed to that community back when I was, you know, I was eight years old. And, you know, so I had been accepting of that. Anyway, but I think the question, oh, you're a trip, man. Yeah, it was trippy. Mm-hmm. Because the same racism that exists where we were existed in Hollywood, but it was kind of hidden. Mm-hmm. You know, and we broke the color barrier with In Living Color. But once the success of In Living Color came, like, look at Fox now. That'll show you right there. Mm-hmm. Now, there was the, there was the um, Entertainment Weekly had the hottest shows of the 90s. And we weren't in there. So, yeah, that was there because when I broke into the comedy scene, I broke into all the white clubs, turning it out, standing ovations, killing it. 
And what they would tell me is, you're not what we're looking for. And I was like, well, what you looking for? You know, even with Lauren Michaels, when I came to audition for... Um, SNL? SNL. Mm-hmm. Like he, was, he, he was like, I'm not looking for a black comedian. Eddie Murphy was a mistake. And that was supposed to be my audition. And that was, he said, and have a nice day. And I was like, well, whoa, whoa, hold on. First How was of Eddie all, Murphy a mistake? For, I don't know. First of all, I can't zip this off. Mm-hmm. So you got a black comedian. And second of all, if you think Eddie was a mistake, then what kind of show do you have? He, like, saves your show. Yes, he's the biggest He's the biggest thing SNL, ever. Yeah. You know, so that kind of that kind of craziness I was already kind of used to <clears throat> because of what, how I came up. I know a lot of the things that happened on The Living Color make you cringe now. You talk about that mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm, book. But, mm-hmm, but, but what, the jokes about white people or homosexuals back mm-hmm, then, mm-hmm. how did that make you feel based on your background? I didn't feel anything from it until my brother was dying of AIDS. So my family suggested, hey, why don't you not be in those gay sketches that they have? Because it might bother Michael. So I went to the producers and I said, hey, I don't want to be in those sketches. And um, cast member had a problem with it. You know, we almost, mm, but it's cool. But the producers, at the end of it all, they said, we're going to, okay, we're going to respect that. But then there was certain protests. And they finally called me in the office and said, you're going to have to do it. You're going to have to be in those sketches. So I called my family. I said, they're making me do this. You know, and and my mother, she said, go ahead and do it. I mean, the show makes Michael happy. We're happy you're doing it. We just would prefer you don't. That's all. And your brother said, just make it funny. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was it. I mean, I've been through a lot of a lot of stuff like that, like um, going to a show. When my brother was right at his deathbed, he was about to die, man. And I had a show. And I never forget this. I was like, I'm not going to the show because Michael's not going to be around. And so the, 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 the promoter called and said, well, if you don't show up to the show, we're going to say you're in drugs again and, you know, and all this. And I said, well, say whatever you want to say. But my mother was like, go to the show. You know, and, and he died that night, you know, so. I'm not going to tell you to stop talking about too much of the book anymore. Yeah. And um, even even when my mother passed away, the stage or, or comedy or whatever, whatever the gift that I was given, it saved my soul a lot. Because even the night that my mother passed away, I performed that night. Was it therapeutic for you? It was therapeutic for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I owe her me. And all the hard times that I went through, she would explain what it is. And she broke it down to me. When I wanted to be out in the street doing all that, she said, okay, you can do whatever you want to do, but it's three ways you make money. And she said, one of them don't include black people, she told me. One of them is inheritance. The second one is to steal it, but you can have the money, but there's so, so many circumstances that come with it. You might not be able to keep it all your life. And she said the third one is what everybody else do. They work for it. Now, if you work for it, I got your back. I dropped out of college. The counselor told me, you don't need to be in college because you, you're destined to be doing something else. My mother was so upset. She was crying. She just wanted me to continue. But then she told me. She said, you know what? That's selfish. I wanted you to go to college. When I saw you in that trash, I wanted you to be successful in that way, but that's what I want for you. She said, as long as you do something that makes you happy and is not hurting anybody, and you're able to make a living that you're satisfied with, she said, go do it. And that's how the whole Hollywood thing started in the first place. Mm-hmm. All right, don't move. We got more with Tommy Davis, and when we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Bye. Everybody is DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Tommy Davison. Charlemagne? You wanted to put those hands on Jamie Foxx at one point. Ah, 
Yeah, well, that story you know, went viral hey, about a week yeah, or so. Yeah, it, it did, it did, it got picked up. It's not as bad as in the book. It got though. picked up. It's not as bad as in the book. Well, the, I mean, no, in the, the book, it's the, the, the last book, part wasn't in there, but the, I ain't gonna the, tell that. The, yeah, the blogs made it worse than right. The, right. The book actually right, tells the story. Right. Yeah. Ah, he almost broke my neck in a basketball game. So what am I gonna do? What's your relationship with him now? Because you know, in the book, I was like, you know, you, you got a chapter about meanness, and you talk mm-hmm, about how mm-hmm. there was a I call it mean girl, but mean <laughs> girl culture at in living color. And Jamie used to really, really make uh-huh. you to butter a lot of his jokes. But I'm like, yo, you're yeah. a comedian too. Why you just ain't snap back? We went back and forth. It was like one of those battles that you get okay. into. It's like it's like that's comedians. You know, it was just one of those things where there was a rival that kind of built, but I never was really like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I had, I've I've changed from that. You feel like you've gotten to a place of healing? Because I often wonder, mm-hmm. can comedians even be funny without without the trauma? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a process. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, the minute I think things are going good or or, or I'm feeling okay, something happens out of my control that just devastates me, like what happened to Kobe or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, where are you going to turn to? What the hell's going to happen here? You know, and I got to be cool with all of it. I got to have my principles tight and who I am. Do you regret, um, before we get out of here, do you regret uh, f***ing up with Holly Berry? Ah, <laughs> this is only you would ask that. <laughs> do, you, do you regret that? You know, when sometime when I'm out my mind... You know, when I'm out my mind. I, I did the right thing at the moment, you know. It was one of those things where no one would ever know that we liked each other, but my wife at the time was her roommate in Miss USA pageant, and they couldn't stand each other. That's crazy. I still couldn't get the message because when my comedy special came out, I invited her over to the house, and that was not not right. You know, hell hath no fury like a woman, mm-hmm. but hell hath no fury, fury, fury like a black woman. Damn. Oh, my God. How do you think your relationships are going to be after this book? With the Wayans, with Jamie, mm-hmm, with, mm-hmm. with Holly? Because, I mean, it mm-hmm, is your mm-hmm. truth. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You think they're going to be upset? I don't think so. I mean, mm-hmm. Holly talked to me anyway. No, they don't talk to like, me. I don't, not Holly talked to me, yeah. but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of person that will have a conversation with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm geed. I'm, like, happy. I'm, like, you did X-Men? I'm, like, everywhere I see Holly, I'm, like, oh, my God, she did X-Men? She's blowing up because me, Kevin Hooks, Samuel Jackson and all of us in that cast, she came into our movie. Nobody knew her, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we rallied around her because we knew that she was the star of our movie, but she never mentioned our movie. I'm like, why you never mention our movie? But still, I got love for her, like X-Men, and she's blowing up, and, and, you know, the conversations aren't what they used to be, but that doesn't mean they won't be. Gotcha. But I'm geed about everybody I see. I see Jamie, I'm like, oh, man, yo, you're blowing. He's doing his thing. So I'm like, hey, man, what was it like working with Tarantino? I'm going to know. Do you, you ever f*** with him? Like, remember when you tried to rip my underwear off? Nah. Okay. Nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's some things you know and they know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, you know and I know. You know, you know that, that, that you know, because I thank him for that, actually. Because, you know, hadn't it been for that sketch, you know, that's one of the best sketches in In Living Color. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like just like a, a a relationship with a girl that you had. You know, she break your heart to death. Ain't nothing worse than the heartbreak. You can't. Every song you hear is about her. But when that hurt leaves, then you look at what's next, and you say, "Man, if that didn't happen, that wouldn't happen. If this stuff didn't happen, I wouldn't be here in the state that I'm in." Mm-hmm. You know, and this is the last day I have until tomorrow. That incident that we just all just witnessed. Yeah, with Kobe. Is, is yeah. evidence that we're not going to be here mm-hmm. or we don't know, you know? So for me to be here now, I want to be the best that I can be, not just in my profession, you know, like I've I, 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 I pretty much proven, 
that I'm like the Michael Jordan of comedy. You know what I mean? I dunk with both hands. I go left. I steal. I, I don't miss threes. You know, my, 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 my foul shots are like butter. You think the Michael you know Jordan mean? of comedy? That's a big statement, Tommy. Come on. Look at the stats. You know, he but but he doesn't got to go around saying that. You know, yeah, I'm Michael Jordan. So I'll say I'm Tommy Davidson. Yeah, because when you hear Michael Jordan, you think like the greatest of all time. You think mm-hmm. you're the greatest comedian of all time? Um, I th- I think that um, because you got I'll, Pryor, you got Murphy. Right, I'd, say, yeah. I'd say I'm among them. Okay, I say I'm among you them. You think you wanted to has gone. Eddie don't do it no more. You know, we're headed towards the mountaintop now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know that when I was on the show with Pryor, me Pryor, and Eddie Murphy, I tell you who said it. Pryor said it. Now, yeah, you used to go. You said you used to go. Said used to go in the middle of them. Pryor yeah. said it. I had a, a set for the first time in the main room. They they had thirty minutes. I had thirty minutes. I was in the middle, you know, and 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 turned it out. And um, when it was all done, I'm in a little closet, you know, and and they got the good green room. They got the bitches. They got the. I mean, it's good food, and so I'm in a little closet, just me and my manager. And Richard Pryor, he came and found me, and he walked up to me, man. He looked at me up and down. He shook his head. He went, "Use a funny mother." Walked away, and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> that's like, all you needed." Um, I called my mother. She was like, "I told you not to leave. Something was gonna happen." You know what I mean? So well, there it is, man. Well, Tommy Davidson, Living in Color. When does it drop? It like dropped the day copy. before yesterday, and now it's now it's out. It's out right now. So yeah. Living in Color is out right now. Go mm-hmm. get it. It's a very good book. A lot of great stories in there about hey, a, thank you, man. A lot Appreciate of our it, man. cultural icons. Mm-hmm. Thank Tommy, you. thank really you for coming, brother. You're always the best, man. Yes, sir. Good for you. Appreciate good for you, you, man. It's the breakfast. Always club. the truth. Always the truth. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk. Yo, Gotti. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. So, Yo, Gotti, his new album, Untrapped, is out as well. And his last album was out, what, like three years ago in 2017. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, Oh, here's a little snippet of a song for you guys in case you haven't heard the album yet. Uh, this song is Put a Date on It featuring Little Baby. Hey, let me tell you something about that little baby guy, man. That little baby guy be snapping. You hear me? Drop on the clues bars for little baby, damn it. Little baby can rap his ass off, right? it, 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 to me. Well, yeah. Yo Gotti said this album, Untrapped, is a reflection of his growth and his maturity over the years, and he is rapping about different topics like Advice, paying taxes, things like that. So he said it's all about maturity. Yeah, okay. I'm going to get on that Gotti this weekend. Gotti, mm-hmm. Gotti, Gotti never lets me down. All right. Jerry Seinfeld has a new book coming out. It's his first comedy book in more than 25 years. And that's coming out October 6th. So it's a collection of his own personal notes featuring musings and chronicling jokes that he actually came up with. He actually used, would write down his jokes and he had one of those, like, accordion folders that opens up. Uh-huh. So he keeps everything in one of those old-school accordion folders. So he said he thought it was worth saving 
from 45 years of material. So that book is going to be out again October 6th. Now, the, uh, his last published work of comedy was back in 93, and it sold more than 2.5 million copies. Wow. It was called Sign Language, as in Seinfeld Language. And um, he also wrote a children's book back in 2002 called Halloween. All right, Demi Lovato, she was on with Andy Cohen on his Sirius XM show, and she discussed a lot of different things, including her sexuality. She talks about coming out to her family. I didn't officially tell my parents that I saw myself being ending up with a possibly with a woman too until uh, like 2017. And how did that so, go? It, went, it was actually, like, emotional but really beautiful. And um, after everything was done, I was, like, shaking and crying. And, it, and I just felt overwhelmed. But I was I have such incredible parents. They were so supportive. My dad was like, yeah, obviously. But my mom, my mom was the one that I was, like, super uh, nervous about. But she was just like, I just want you to be happy. All right, Demi Lovato is also in Miami. She'll be doing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Uh, congratulations to Sierra and Russell Wilson. They are having their third child. Congrats to them. Yes, uh, Russell Wilson posted number three at Sierra, and she posted a picture of herself, uh, the beautiful background, and she's standing there, and you can see her silhouette, and she posted number three, and she added Russ Wilson. Okay. Yeah, they are not playing. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, I want everybody out there with a Plenty of Fish app uh, to listen up because this is a young woman in Florida named Kiki who needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with her, and we need to have a discussion about this Plenty Plenty of Fish app. You hear this, Logic? Logic got a Plenty of Fish app? Yes. Yes, he, he, really? he would order it. I had a story. I got a story. What's your, what happened on Plenty of Fish for you? It just wait till after the dump. He's still fishing. No, still. <laughs> okay. We'll talk about it for after the hour. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll get to the donkey today next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The, the Breakfast Club. Around, Your mornings will never be the same. Without the Joker around, a lot of people want Harley dead. Now she must team up with Huntress, Black Canary, Renee Montoya, and Cassandra Kane to take down Gotham's worst villain yet, Roman Cyanus, a.k.a. Black Mask. Only in theaters February 7th, rated R. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. Florida. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. With the breakfast okay. club, bitches. Donkey of the day with Charlemagne the God. Let's I don't get know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Uh, donkey of the day for Friday, January 31st goes to an 18-year-old Seminole County High School student named Jaquila Taylor. You know what Seminole County is, right? Florida! What does Uncle Charlotte always say about Florida? Huh? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and every day they prove me right. Earlier this week, I think even maybe yesterday, I gave another person from Seminole County donkey of the day, right? I don't even remember what for right now, because Florida's crazy. It's just all one big blur to me. But this young lady is 18 years old. Uh, her name is Jaquila Taylor, like I just told you. She's known around the way as Kiki. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? No, this Kiki don't give a damn about you. She's not riding. She's robbing. All right? See, Kiki has been charged with robbery with a firearm and attempted murder. How did we get to this point? Where did this 18-year-old girl go wrong? Well, there's a dating app to blame, and that dating app is Plenty of Fish. Now, I was told that Plenty of Fish 
was a lesbian app. I was told that this is where lesbians go to find what? fish. No. That's not that's not true. There's I don't plenty think of fish so. in the sea. Okay. Oh, that's what that means. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So I guess every gender goes on plenty of fish to just find fish. Now I was asking around the room about plenty of fish. A lot of people in this room have plenty of fish accounts. I guess plenty of fish is big with the kids. Uh, our producer Dan, who used to have a plenty of fish account, when did you have your account, Dan? This was like 2013, 2014. Okay. And what what what, what was your experience? So this is my experience. What was your experience? Give my, me your plenty of fish. My experience personal experience story. was. Give me that fish. <laughs> um, all the girls that were reaching out to me were big girls. Oh, so, that was just my experience. Oh, wow. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> okay. No. I, didn't pursue anything. So a lot of fat fish. <laughs> a lot of fat fish was on there. Okay. Now, our other producer, Taylor. Uh, Taylor, you had a Plenty of Fish account. Taylor, what was your experience? Give me your Plenty of Fish story. Give me that fish. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, what happened? My bad. Um, oh, you cursed? <laughs> um, my Plenty of Fish... Get to uh, it, Taylor. A lot of the guys are saying that there are a lot of big girls on there and okay. that there were a lot of transgenders on there. Oh, okay. A lot of trans fish. Nothing wrong with that. Now, Drum, you said you had a plenty of fish. Goodness too, right? gracious. Give me that fish. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was one of my friends. Uh, oh, that was one of your friends. That was one of your friends. Okay. <laughs> what was one of your friends' experience, Drum? One of my friends, uh, he, he wants to go pick up the girl that he met on Plenty of Fish, and when she walked out of the house, she was a little person. What you mean, like a little what person? You, what you mean, a little person? She was like, you know what a little person? You know, a, a little person. Like a real little person. So, like, if I was to say the word, that'd be the right. politically incorrect way like to say it. Like a legally little person, you know. Got you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got you. <laughs> okay, so it sounds like it's a lot of variety on Plenty of Fish. Interesting. Okay, well, uh, this Florida fish, this fish that this young man caught in Seminole County named Kiki, he should have thrown that one back in the water. Okay, would you like to hear why? Let's go to WKMG CBS 6 for the report, please. Matt, a man thought he was going on a date with a woman he met on the dating app Plenty of Fish, but police say that date lured him into a trap. Sanford police say 18-year-old Jaquila Taylor met up with a 31-year-old man she had met on the dating app Plenty of Fish. Officers say Taylor asked the victim to pick up food from McDonald's before meeting up with her on West 10th Street. That's when police say Taylor met her date and got in his car and told him to park in the back of the house. When they met up, she kind of her behavior was a little bit suspicious. And then he was approached by two males who uh, attempted to rob him, struck him with a firearm a couple of times. And as he ran from the area, he was struck by a, a bullet. Sanford wow. police say the man was shot in the chest and that his injuries were very serious. Police say Taylor was arrested by school resource officers from Seminole High School. <coughs> and officers say they are still looking for the two males involved. After Taylor's representation argued that the arrest report didn't have enough information to charge her with attempted homicide, a judge gave police 24 hours to amend their report holding her without bond on the robbery with a firearm charge. Now, there's so many things wrong with this story. The number one thing, setting up a person to get robbed, disgusting. All right. Secondly, having the person meet you at your grandmother's house, stupid. If you're going to commit a crime, why would you have them come to your residence or a residence you frequent often? Third, this 18-year-old woman 
is asking for McDonald's at 2 in the morning. It says right here, the teen asked the victim to bring her McDonald's, according to the arrest report. This is exactly why uh, Dan and Taylor said it's a lot of fat women on Plenty of Fish, okay? Is this a thing on Plenty of Fish? Since you know it's chubby women on Plenty of Fish, you just offer them McDonald's to get them to hook up with you? Okay, I'm looking at the video. Kiki does look a little chubby from the video I've seen, so I'm sure this man saw her and just assumed she was hungry. But that is essentially what got him shot and robbed. And Kiki, it doesn't matter if you didn't know the man would be shot. Okay, you agreed to help set this man up. Doesn't matter if you didn't know the guys or not. Doesn't matter if you didn't know he was going to be shot. You knew something was going to happen to him because you agreed to set him up. Doesn't matter what the details of said setup were. And for that, I need Remy Ma to give Jaquila Taylor, a.k.a. Kiki, the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. you dumb. I'm going to be honest with you. Stories like this just make me happy to be married. Uh, it's clearly difficult out here to date. Uh, I'm too old to be navigating apps and stuff. And if I did, I don't think I would be on Plenty of Fish. Well, um, Logic here in Miami, he has a story, too. Yes. What, what, what happened, story? Logic? Give, oh. give me your Plenty of Fish story, Logic. <laughs> give me that fish. <laughs> well, kind of like, you know, Dan and, and Story, you know, I was deceived. I went on, you know, met a young lady. We went out to the movies, and, and she was a, uh, you know... She's big, big girl. Big girl. How you know? big? Chunky but funky, you know. Uh, like, how big, big? Like, I mean, she was kind of big, like, you know, from a, a salmon to what? Would you say a, a, a whale? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Wow. Just, she wasn't wow. big, big, but wow. she was, wow. you know, That's like, disrespectful. her pictures from the wow. waist up, I mean, from, you know, neck up, she looked, she was pretty, but like... Wow. But then she had the glow up, like, maybe three years later, she, like, slimmed down and, you know... And then what? I, I, you're a small guy, so I can see. That's. I mean, you're thin. So you're yeah, I'm telling I'm, me you're petite. I'm lean. From what I'm hearing, <laughs> I don't know, but I would like to know. From what I'm hearing, there's nothing but fat fish on plenty of fish. That's not true. I'm looking right now, and there's a. Well, at the time, I mean, like but I said, what I was saying. deceived. He said all of them looked thin, yeah. and then when he when he went to take her out, she was yeah, she was bigger than her pictures. Well, are you? <laughs> <laughs> but listen, the people that we know right here that were on there, those were you guys are all some good candidates. And by the way, it's, uh, yeah. there's plenty of 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 guys love big big women now. Come on, of course, let's, let's not course. act like that. Well, let's 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 open up the phone lines. It's a Friday, eight hundred five eight five one five one. Let's go fishing. <laughs> Give me that fish. <laughs> now, if you use the Plenty of Fish app before, we'd like to hear from you. Let's hear like, yes. some of your horror stories. You wanna know, no, it don't got to be a horror story. We just want to know your experience. Why, why? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with we? Those are the horror? best stories. The horror stories are. What, why some people get married stories? off these apps. Some guys oh. like little people. They like big women. Why are you acting like these are horror stories? These aren't horror stories. It sounds like there's a lot of variety on Plenty of Fish to me. I just want to hear this Plenty of Fish stories. Okay. It'd be so bougie. I'm so stories. bougie. What? I just said I want to hear the stories. Fancy. Horror story. <laughs> All right, fine. Horror story. What does that have to do with being bougie anyway? I don't know. Couldn't think of another word. Yeah. <laughs> 800-585-1051. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. EJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, Charlamagne gave who donkey today? Uh, I gave a young woman named Jaquila Taylor. They call her Kiki. She's from Seminole County, Florida. I gave her donkey of the day. Uh, she set up a man on the app, Plenty of Fish, told the man to bring her some McDonald's at 2 in the morning, and then they robbed and shot the guy. 
and I uh, was going around the room just asking people about their Plenty of Fish toys. Everybody in this room seems to have one. Dan said he was on Plenty of Fish, and there was nothing but fat women on there. Taylor right. said she was on Plenty of Fish, and none of the guys wanted to holler at her because they wanted uh, they wanted transgender women. And uh, she also said there was a lot of big girls on there. Drom said that he went on there, and he uh, hooked Found up with a little, a little person. person. Correct. Now, 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 one of our interns, Joey, is in here. Joey came in here red, grabbing his hair, saying, I have a hard story. It's so many of them. Really, Joey? What yes. happened, Joey? But he hasn't given up. Give me that plenty of fish story. So, when back when I used to live in Miami, I would hook up with people in my apartment building. Because mm -hmm. it was quick and convenient. They'll just come downstairs. We'd hook up. So, there's this one guy that I met. He was really cute. He comes, at, he comes down. One, he doesn't look like who he was. He was literally a completely different person. Like, mm. he was tall, muscular, but when he came to me outside my door, he was, like, short and fat. Wow. So that was the first thing. So he literally wasn't <laughs> him. There's picture. a common theme about this app. So it wasn't him to begin with. And then he wanted to just stay over for some reason. And I'm like, don't you have your own apartment? You literally nope. live here. Like, I see you all the time. He just wanted to chill for no reason. He wanted wow. ne Netflix and chill. Yes. You had snacks. No. He's fat. <laughs> no, he, he had plenty. So, <laughs> so I was like, you can turn around and go back upstairs. And so he didn't want to leave. And so I was just like, all right, well, if you're going to be here, like, you want to, you know, I don't know how to say it, you know, clean. But, you know, you want to help me out a bit. You want to do what? Shoot, like, while you're here, you know, if we're going to hook up, can you, you know... So you eat still some stuff, you know. If you want to eat, and you clearly look like you want to eat, eat what, Joey? Eat what, Joey? <laughs> I'm old. I don't know this My young. Ass clearly, hey. Right. Hey. <laughs> eat your butt. <laughs> we, okay. So no, literally. So I'm like, while okay, you're here, Joey. you might as well. And Joey, he, did he do it? <laughs> no, he did it. He wanted me to serve as him, and I'm just like, sir, you're gonna come here not looking like who you said you are. Oh. for me to just <laughs> come right. and you know suck your. So he's gonna come and you know catfish me first of all and then not help me out. So I said, No, you have to leave. So I just kicked him out. Now, all Joey, right, Joey. Joey, okay, Joey. Joey this good. concerns me. You can't just let anybody do that. You have to at least be attracted, right? Yeah, I mean you see, we, it's hard talk, out Joey. here. Okay. Now I don't. Like, now, now I don't think that if if you're just getting it, if you're just getting your, I don't know but, how to say but, it. If you're just, 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 just letting somebody munch on your backside, you don't. It don't matter what they look I like. I mean, right? like his personality is all right, and you know he clearly likes to eat. So I was like, all right, you might, you know, kill it a little. That's bit. That's right. So. Come get this fish. Right, <laughs> Joey, Joey. Good gracious. Let's take some calls, goddamn. I don't want to take no calls. I'm satisfied right there. Now, top that story. Top that story. You can't top Joey Joe's story, damn. <laughs> but you can't top Joe. I was high too if that adds to it. But. No, it doesn't add to it. <laughs> okay. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Yes, this is Ty. Uh, I'm in Texas. Um, so the whole plenty of fish thing is more like plenty of catfish. Uh, so I met this guy on there. We date, we talked for like three months, video chat, everything. Um, but when uh, I had like met up with him, he actually got me set up um, with some sex. He was like a, involved with sex traffickers. What? And he got me set up and I got kidnapped. Oh um, my God, that's awful. You got kidnapped? Yeah. yeah, I got kidnapped. What the hell is going on putting your fish? So, How did you get away? Yeah, what? <laughs> Yeah, he, he left me alone with this, this girl, and um, she was pregnant. She fell asleep, and I snuck out of the room they had me in. Um, wow. And I was able to run away. Um, he's in jail. 
Good. Know, and it's it's still a whole open thing. Um, oh, damn. You know, I still have to go. I might have to go testify still. So it's it's still an ongoing thing. Well, I'm wow. glad you're alive, baby. Yeah. That could have ended up a whole nother way. Absolutely. Right. Well, yeah, thank you. So, thank yeah, you for sharing. A lot of sharing. people on there running, running game, like, hard on there. Uh, listen. Thank you thank for sharing, Thank God you got out of that situation. Absolutely. Eight. I told y'all, let's just leave it at Joey. 800-585-1151. We're talking the Plenty of Fish app. Let's hear your stories. Call us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. I just want to say I love The Breakfast Club listeners. I love you guys so much. They're the best. You guys are so honest. Now, if you just joined us, Charlamagne gave Donkey the day to who? A young lady named Jaquila Taylor. She's 18 years old. She's from uh, Seminole County, Florida. She got a man set up and robbed via the Plenty of Fish app. She asked the man to bring her McDonald's at 2 in the morning, and then they shot and robbed him. Mm-mm-mm. So we're asking, what are your plenty of fish stories? Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Shantae. Hey, Shantae, you got a plenty of fish story for us? Give me that fish. Yeah, um, so I was saying that I signed up for plenty of fish. It was like the first time I've ever done an online dating app. And I signed up for plenty of fish in 2013. And I met the guy that's like now my baby daddy. Okay. And I found out when I was five months pregnant Uh-oh. that he was married to another woman. Oh, my God. And yeah, and then um, after that, obviously, you know, we broke up, and he went back on Plenty of Fish and had another baby with another different woman. Wow, he was creating Plenty, plenty of Fish. Of fish. Mm-hmm. He is just Man. like a whole hole. <laughs> There's a whole colony of fish he out here creating, huh? <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Wow. Damn. Hello, who's this? Hello, hey. Give me that name? fish. Give me that Plenty of Fish story. Give me hey, that fish. What's up, baby? Hey, hey, this is Jonathan from Orlando. Look, back in um in 2013, I had just got out of prison, and I was on um I was on POF, you know, being thirsty, and um and um I messed around and I, and I met my soon to be um my soon to be wife, and um we get married in September, September the fifth, we get married. Oh, so you so this is a positive plenty yeah, of fish story. Okay. Story. okay. Yeah. yeah. I was getting horrified. Well, congratulations, yeah. sir. Well, uh, thank you, thank you. I send a shout out to my to my old lady. What's her name? Her name Kawanda. Kawanda. Yes, Kawanda. We we stand in Orlando right now. We get married, married September the fifth. Now, did y'all delete y'all plenty of fish uh, accounts after y'all found each other? Cause no need for that to play it no more, right? To be honest with you, I haven't even been on it. It's probably just still there. I never actually went through and deleted. I just I don't even. It's inactive. Got you, got you. Well, congratulations, man. I'm glad that we finally got a positive story. Every morning, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having no taste. Hello, who's this? This is Renee. I'm in Indianapolis. Hey, Renee. We're talking about your plenty of fish stories. Yes. So a lot of the time I'm catfished. I've been catfished by a lot of uh, men from Africa. And then I also, like, there was a few times where I went to Walmart and the people who I had ignored, like, there was this one particular, I ignore him all the time. He saw me at Walmart. Then he sent me a message on POS and was like, I just sent you in real life. Baby, you look fine. And I'm like, that is so creepy. They're just weird on there. <laughs> but we can't blame the, the app. It's a person. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's weird people on every app, I'm sure. Absolutely. But there might be a gem in there somewhere, so... Well, congratulations. Uh, well, I don't want to say congratulations. <laughs> I 
I don't know what to tell you. What? I'm so single. Are you still still dating online? Yeah, I'm I'm on there. I'm on Tinder. I'm on Facebook uh, dating. People don't meet people how they used to. Like, I'll go to the store and somebody will be staring at me, but he will not say anything. And I want somebody who will approach me and lead me. I don't want to have to lead every situation. So if I see them staring, I won't say anything. I'll just wait for them to say something, but they never do. You don't think that's weird? Like, if you see a girl, like, if you see a guy out and he walks up to you and he goes, yo, what's your Instagram? And instead of talking to you right then and there, he starts communicating to you via Instagram when he could have had the chance to talk to you in Facebook? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, thanks for your story, mama. Yeah, no problem. I'm What's glad the of the story. The moral of the story is I'm glad I'm old and married. Um, I'm glad I didn't come up in this era of uh, dating apps because they say there's plenty of fish in the sea, but life is not a sea. You shouldn't want to date a fish. All right, you should want a human with a face and stuff. Great moral, I guess. All mm-hmm. right, now yeah, we got uh, rumors on the way. Yes, Soldier Boy, he is being sued for alleged assault, and his assistant is being sued as well. Okay, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Soldier Boy. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Soldier Boy is being sued for alleged assault, and his assistant is being sued as well. Now, young lady Kayla Meyer says she was partying with Soldier Boy and friends at his house in Malibu, and she decided to leave at 2 a.m. And she said when she tried to leave, things didn't go so smoothly. She said she backed out, her car went off the driveway, and then a Soldier Boy's assistant got upset. They got into an argument, and she said she was knocked to the ground. That's when Kayla claims Soldier came over to kick her in the stomach. She says that he bashed her in the head with a large gun and then said that she was going to die. Damn, Soldier. This was last year, by the way, in February, February 1st. Now, according to the documents that TMZ got, she said the uh, Soldier Boy directed his assistant to drag her into the garage, tie her up with duct tape, and then give her a shower. Uh, according to these papers, Kayla says that he wanted to clean her up from when he beat her up outside. There was dirt all over her. So then she said she was held captive, tied up with an extension cord in the garage, and that's when a male assistant offered to release her if she performed oral sex. She said she did it because she felt she had no choice, and that's how she was released at 8 a.m. And she said when she was released, Soldier Boy said, get this bitch out of here before I knock her down the stairs. According to Kayla, she suffered three fractured ribs, a bruised face, and she did report all of this to the police. They did a raid at his house. That's when they found the guns. Wow. What were you going to ask? I was going to say, I mean, this is all alleged, right? Yeah. Yeah, all alleged. All alleged, like I said. And she's suing him for assault, battery, false imprisonment, and she's also suing the male assistant as well. I wonder, how do you prove, how do you prove that you didn't do this if you're Soldier Boy's attorney, though? Um, you know, I guess if you prove that there's any doubt, that's really what you do. Mm. So if, it, if there can be some doubt that this happened, but she did go to the police and she did, as she claimed, suffered, suffered from three fractured ribs. So that's when they did the raid at his house. So she did go. So who knows? I'm not sure what's going to happen, but we will keep you updated. Now, according to the Jasmine brand, Cardi B's second album could be coming out, and it could be out as early as this spring. So not sure if that's really true. 
But according to a quote inside source, she's working overtime and she wants this album out by this spring. I'm here for some new Body. I don't think Body got a rush though. When when did Invasion of Privacy come out? Twenty. 18, early 2018, maybe? Yep, she might be yeah, ready. 2018. She's been recording, so yeah. I'm, I'm excited to hear some new music. It's been yeah, a couple years. She's probably excited to put her album out, too. Yeah, and she's had such a presence. I just, I just hope that the label's not rushing her because she's Cardi. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope she's actually putting out music because she wants to put out music and not right. because they're making her. Now, 50 Cent got his own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and I don't know if you guys saw this, but both Eminem and Dr. Dre were on hand. To- I've seen it. Yes, uh, speak at the event as well. So congratulations to 50 Cent. That's a huge deal. Here's what he had to say. It's funny because I, I told him I felt like this was a, a, a lifetime achievement award for me. And it's because I didn't receive a lot of awards according to the success of the music. You know, like I got the highest, the largest first album, debut hip-hop album. And you got the largest debut hip-hop album. You don't got no best new artist. The best new artist, they gave that Urban Essence. Can you find Urban Essence? And it's not very often you can get those other two people, Dre and M, to come out anywhere. Yeah, it was a lot of people there. I seen uh, um, TDE. I seen Paul Rosenberg. I seen... Um, I saw Vanessa Satin was there mm-hmm. from Double XL Magazine. There was a lot of people there. So shout to Fifth. I seen Tony Yayo. A lot of people, man. I'm, I'm happy for Fifth. I mean, they made history together, man. That they three-headed did. monster, that Eminem, that Dr. Dre and Fifty. Like, that was, that was a, a huge moment in hip-hop history. They sure did. All right, and the NFL did announce they're doing a visual album, Super Bowl 54 Live. So they're going to put that out on Super Bowl Sunday. Now, that album will have each performance, including the national anthem that Demi Lovato's doing, America the Beautiful by Yolanda Adams, accompanied by the Children's Voice Chorus, and the Pepsi Super Bowl Halftime Show, which is J-Lo and Shakira. So each performance will go live shortly after it happens on digital service providers, and you can pre-order and pre-save at participating providers, and that all starts January 30th. So all the proceeds from the National Anthem and America the Beautiful Performances will benefit the NFL's Inspire Change Grant Program. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Are you all excited for the Super Bowl? Yes. You're, you're going, Emily. Yeah, I'm going. I'm, I'm going. I'm taking my son. We're going to have a great time. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. I'm when not co- excited. It's just another game. Well, no, it's not. But it won't be when my Cowboys are in there. It won't be with your Cowboys Every for a year. while. He I- agrees. Every year. All right. Well, when we come back, let's get to the mix, the People's Choice mix. And shout to, again to my homie 50 Cent for getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Let's do a 50 Cent mix. Let me know your favorite 50 Cent record. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now we got a shout to Tommy Davidson for joining us today. Salute to yes. Tommy Davidson, man. You know, um, even though Drum, our young board up, thinks that Tommy Davidson is irrelevant and he said that Tommy's not popping. Uh, people love Tommy Davidson. I know. I was really upset I missed that one because he has his book out and everything. Yep. Now Drum changing his tune because under the Instagram comments, they're showing him so much love, calling him a living legend and all kind of stuff. Now Drum switching his tune. Mm-mm-mm, Drum. I never said that. You did say it. All right. When we come back, positive note, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, um, you guys have a great weekend. Uh, of course, I'm, we're out at Super Bowl. Um, 
I'm just enjoying it, man. Taking my kids to taking Logan to everything they could possibly do. Today I'm going to the stadium. They have a, a lot of activities and things like that. I'm gonna be hanging out with my 103.5 The Beat family. So it's gonna be a lot of fun today, man. And I'm I'm, I'm hoping a, a, for a great game. It's supposed to be sunny. The weather's supposed to be beautiful. So it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, the weather out here is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm tonight. I'm gonna be at um Studio 183 Lounge. Ladies' night. Ladies' night. So there's a lot of ladies. I think Kyra Chaos is DJing. Lala's gonna be there as well. Also, Johnny Blaze will be there. And I just want to shout out to our intern, Joey, man, for really sharing a story about himself and giving us more insight to who he is. Yeah, I like the fact that, you know, Joey had a dude come over, and, you know, even though he didn't really want to be with the dude, he was just like, yo, ain't no need for us to be here wasting each other's time. You know, let me smut your face out real quick. You know what I mean? It's good to see, you know, men doing to other men what men have done to women for years. I like equality. Well, leave us on a positive note, sir. I uh, thought that was it. That was it? The positive note is this, man. Uh, I want y'all all to remember this this weekend, especially during the Super Bowl weekend. Uh, stop explaining yourself to people. I stopped explaining myself when I realized people only understand from their level of perception. Breakfast club, bitches! Are y'all finished or y'all done?